If you have your Bibles this morning, I want you to look with me over in 1 Peter chapter 4. And I want to read some scripture there this morning. And Tony had sort of got on part of the message and I hadn't talked to him, so I didn't know what where he was going, but I do know where God has sent me this morning. If you have your Bibles, look with me in 1 Peter chapter 4. When you find it, stand with us. Let us read it together. And it said, For as much then as Christ had suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, for he that hath suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Verse 2, he said, That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of who? To the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice or allow to us who have wrought or done the will of the Gentiles when we walk in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, reveling, banqueting, and abominable idolatry. Wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick, that's the living, and the dead? For for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the Spirit. But the end of all things are at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sin. Use hospitality, hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good stewards, stewards, of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all and that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice in so much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Heavenly Father, we bow our head this morning. We thank you, Lord, for the Sunday school hour, the song, the word. We thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word here just now. And Father, I pray, God, as much as possible that he's in with us, let us just get our minds off from the world and the things that's going on in the world. And God, let us center ourselves, our hearts, and our eyes, and our ears on you here this morning. Because, God, I believe you've got something this morning to say that might help us all in this world that we're living in. And, God, we all get caught up sometime and things that we shouldn't get caught up in. And God, we ask that you forgive us this morning for it. And we ask these things this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, 
Peter, he was writing here. To whom was he writing this to? He was writing it to the church. He was writing it to all of us this morning. Amen. So you can't say, well, Peter was writing this to a certain church. Peter was writing it to all of us this morning. And so, but I want to look in chapter 3 in verse 22 to sort of lay out a foundation. It said in chapter 3 in verse 22, it said in 1 Peter, it said, who is gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. Now, who do you think the apostle was talking about here? Talk to me, church. Who was he talking to here? He was talking about Jesus Christ. Amen. So all authority has been given to him this morning. I have not been given all the authority. You have not been given authority. The President of the United States has not given the authority. But God has given his son authority over all of us this morning. Amen. Now this may not be a message like it was last Sunday. But it will be something that God wants us to hear. Or he wouldn't put me through what I'm fixing to go through this morning and preach. And so he said, For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind, for he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Now I want us to look at that just a minute here. For, for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, how many stops and realizes sometimes and how many even thinks about what Jesus Christ went through and who he went through it for? Did he have to go through what he went through? Well, why did he go through it and who did he go through it for? He went through it for us. Hey, man. Now, there's not a one of us would have went through it like Jesus did. First place, none of us could have went through it like he did. People say, well, he was the son of God, though. Yes, he was the son of God, but he'd come in the flesh of mankind just as you and I are. Have you ever fell, broke your arm, cut your arm, or had surgery that really hurt you, really suffered? Well, the suffering that you went through over these things, it wasn't a drop in the bucket of what Jesus went through for you and I when he didn't have to, but he went through it for us. Amen, that we might have life and have it more freely and more abundantly. Now God's going somewhere this morning, church, with this, and you better listen to it. And I want you to know I'm not mad. God's going to be mad at anybody. be mad at God for telling me to preach this. I said, God, I'd rather not preach this this morning, what he's given to me over the weekend. And he said, if you don't preach this, then you're not going to preach nothing. So I'm laying out a foundation here, church, and I'm laying it out not to the world. The world is done lost and on its way to hell, and some of them uh, don't realize it, and you ain't going to convince some of them uh, that they need to turn their life over to Jesus Christ. So them are Satan's people. So this this morning is for the church mostly. Amen. It's for the church this morning. So if we realize, we realize that the world out there, a lot of them have never been to church. A lot of them uh, have never heard about Jesus Christ. Amen. And that may be partly on the churchy fault that they ain't been out there witnessing to. But nevertheless, uh, we are church. We're supposed to be an example to the rest of the world. Amen. Supposed to be an example. And that's why Tony preached that one 
message or taught it this morning out of Ephesians. Uh, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Uh, put on the whole armor that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Uh, the church has tucked their armor off. Many of them have tucked their armor off. And they've joined into the valley and into the battle with the devil and his crew. And church people has got caught up in it. I'm not just talking. I'm not talking about other churches out there yet. You talk to preachers and every one of them will tell you, you talk to them a little while, uh, that the churches is not the way they used to be. Uh, and if people just will not receive the word of God uh, like they used to would, uh, but they've got caught up in the world out here and what's going on in the world. So other preachers is telling this, but let me tell you something. It, that's their church. But I'm not going to put this church, I'm not going to exempt it and say, well, it's perfect, uh, that church does it, but my church don't, uh, because I've got some that I know uh, that is caught up in it, amen. They're caught up in it. The devil thought one day this week, the devil thought that he was going to ruin mine and other people. Thanksgiving week and weekend. But the devil didn't know who he was mess messing with, Brother Roger. When he messed with the servant of God, and that's Ralph Foster. Let me go on here. I'm getting, I'm going somewhere this morning. Just hold on. If your seatbelt's getting a little tight, you might ought to loosen it. Your toes are getting to hurt. You might want to kick your shoes off. So he said, knowing that Christ suffered for all of us, and we act like nobody suffered for us. We act like Jesus didn't go through death for them. But let me tell you something, friend. He went through it for all of us. You might say, well... Uh, he didn't go through it for me. The Bible said he went through it for all of us. Romans 5 and 8. The Bible said he commended his love toward you and I and the whole world uh, that was yet full of sin with all sinners and we all come short of the glory of God this morning. Don't sit back and act like you're goody-goody. Don't sit back and tell me uh, that you don't never sin. Uh, don't never sit back and tell me that sometimes you don't get caught up in all of this stuff that's going on in the world, hey man, because you do. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Boy, right now I ain't scared of nobody because I know the Holy Ghost is me. He went ahead and he said, then if you knowing this, no longer should live the rest of your time in the flesh to the lust or to the will of the flesh, the lust of the men, uh, but to the will of God. Uh, There's too many people today. Uh, that's living to suit people today, uh, and they're not living to send the center of God's will to please God. Uh, I've said before, uh, and I'm going to say it again, I'm not in this pulpit, uh, Brother Tim, uh, to please people. Uh, I'm in this pulpit to preach them the Word and tell them the Word of God uh, because that's what He called me to do uh, is to preach the gospel, uh, and the gospel is the truth, uh, and I'm going to stand on the truth where you like it or where you don't. I'm not here. I'm not here to pat you on the back and tell you you're perfect. And I don't want no pats on the back and tell me I'm perfect because I know I'm not. How many know that we're in a spiritual warfare this morning? If you don't know it and don't realize it, I'm telling you what, huh, it's bad because the devil's done got you. Let me go on. For the time of our life, for the time past of our life, may suffer or allow us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walk in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revealing, banqueting, and abominable adultery. Uh, and I imagine I've done every one of them in my past. And even though 
Even though, sis, uh, I got rid of my past and all of the sin and all of the things that I've done, Brother Roger, I got rid of that in 1983 uh, on April the 27th, amen. And I've been in some kind of ministry ever since then. But let me tell you something. Uh, I am guilty of doing all of these things that was sin. I'm guilty of it. But when I went on my knees and I cried out to my God, uh, and he said, you're forgiven, son. Uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, that day, behold, my old life passed, uh, and I begin a new life uh, with Jesus Christ this morning. Uh, but people still, uh, people still, after since 1983, uh, uh, Brother Tim, uh, they're still living, uh, and I reckon they think I'm living in my old life before I got saved. Uh, people quit worrying about uh, my life. It's my life. Uh, I know how I live it. Uh, and that's just up to you. That's in the Facebook this morning. Uh, I don't need nobody uh, to tell me how to live uh, and how to preach uh, because my old life is past and I have a new life in And if you've got a new life in Jesus Christ, uh, then you're not going to partake of the things that the world are doing out there. He said, wherein, verse 4, keep up with me, wherein they think it's strange uh, that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, uh, speaking evil of you. If I can find my water, and I have no clue, any back. I had it. <laughs> anyway, the devil, let's see, that's the way the devil made me thirsty. Now I'm going to get watered up, so y'all hold it. And then I'm going to preach for a little while. Thank God for water. For that, wherein they think it's strange that you run not with them to the excess, to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Now just because you're a Christian, don't you think everybody is going to speak good? You know the devil has got so many weapons that he can use against the Christian. Amen? But he's come out with one that I believe is one of the worst that he's ever come out with. <laughs> Do I like to preach this, Brother Rod? <laughs> you all know what it is. Well, then he used to be a preaching. I'm going to preach it anyway, Roger. Just in case somebody don't know. There may be somebody here that don't know. He's come out with a weapon called a cell phone. Oh, God, some of you is looking at me like, oh, God, this ain't going to be good. Well, it ain't going to be. It's not going to be. You say, well, Brother Ralph, what's wrong with a, what's wrong with a cell phone? There's nothing wrong with a cell phone. Thank God for them. Now, see, was that bad? Was that really bad? Thank God for cell phones. I don't know how I ever got along without one. Thank God for them. They're just like, just like guns. Thank God for a gun. Has anybody got a gun in this place? Well, I don't mean in this place today, but I mean you got a gun. <laughs> Is there anything wrong with a gun? There's nothing wrong with having a gun, just like there's nothing wrong with having a cell phone. But just like, just like a gun and a Facebook or cell phone, as long as there's no harm in that gun, and that gun ain't going to kill you as long as you've got that gun in the, hook, in the closet or something. It ain't going to get out of there and walk out there and kill you. So it's not the gun, it's the person that uses the gun. There's nothing wrong with a cell phone and nothing wrong with Facebook, uh, but it's the one that's using it, hey man. Can I hear a hey man in this place? Oh, they some of you said, I wish that preacher would shut up. I got news for you, I can't shut up because God won't let me shut up. The Facebook is one of the most destroying thing that there is. Whether you agree with me or whether you don't, I don't care. I know. There has been people, innocent people, killed 
They have caused divorces. Uh, they have destroyed good Christian people uh, with their lies and their filthy. Uh, they some people sit out there uh, that don't never go to church uh, and that they didn't have uh, a dramatizing life. Uh, they wouldn't have any life at all. They sit there and dramatize uh, on what they can find and what they can put on the Facebook. Amen. I'm getting some pretty bad looks, but I, I'm a pretty good big boy. I've got on the whole armor of God this morning. I know what I'm talking about, and you know it's a truth this morning, whether you admit it or not. And the thing about it is, uh, the thing about it is, Brother Billy, uh, is uh, when somebody puts something on that Facebook, uh, people, let me ask, how many of you seen anything on the Facebook about last Sunday's service and about two men got saved and about what a rejoicing time we had? Huh? One person seen that. Maybe. See there? People don't want to see... Uh, Something that's good, something that's good is not new. Something that's real good don't get the attention uh, of what the way that it needs to. But boy, you let somebody put something on there, they may not know a thing about it, they may not know who does or anything, uh, but you put something on the Facebook, uh, and let me tell you, so somebody put something on the Facebook about somebody, uh, and they don't know where it's the truth or not. Uh, amen, they don't have no clue. Sometimes they don't even say know what who put it on there. Huh? But let me tell you, uh, these people, and I'm not just talking about people of the world, these people in the churches uh, jumps on there and speaks the fire, hey man. They don't know anything about it, but it don't sound good, and it's about somebody maybe they don't like, and boy, they'll comment right back there on it, hey man. Christian people don't do that. They don't do it. There's some people sits back, and I feel sorry for them. They dramatize. They live in a dramatizing. Hey, man, they do. Let me ask you something. Can I ask some of you, some of you a question? Well, that's a question for everybody. <laughs> oh, y'all going to leave? Y'all going to get on them? Oh, that preacher is on cell phone this morning. No, I'm not about cell phone this morning. I'm not talking about the one that's using the cell phone. I've got one, and thank God for it. I'm talking about the one. One that gets on there and using them for gossip. That's where it's at. Where it's at. How many's got a cell phone? Well, that baby raised its hand. Hits y'all. Now, I think about everybody in the house. Let me check. How many in here got a cell phone? Roger, Roger, you don't have. You got one, but you don't want to admit you got one. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, so about everybody's got them in here, right? How many of you spend more time on them than you spend more time in this? I didn't ask you to raise your hand, but you did. Woo! <laughs> Thank God for being honest. Whisper. If you've got them, and you've got Facebook and all this other stuff, and my wife, she don't have Facebook, I'm going to pick on her a little bit, and I know what she's going to come back with me at. She spends more time on that phone talking and texting. You know? What's the matter with us, church? No wonder we don't know what's right from wrong. We, got, we get on them Facebooks, and we look, and we see, and we listen to people that live the dramatizing life, and, my, and I guarantee you 90% of the things that's on there on the Facebook I, there's, I mean, gossip and all, uh, I'll guarantee you, uh, is not true to start with. The Bible said there come a time uh, that you call good evil and evil good. We're living in that day and time. Don't go out and say, Brother Ralph jumped all over us for having faith. But no, I'm not. I'm just telling you, be careful what you get hooked up in because the devil was going to put stuff on there to see how you react to it. And I know that some reacts to it in the wrong Spirit in the wrong attitude. Well, did you see that on the Facebook? I hear it all the time. No. 
Well, did you hear what was on the paper? No. Well, I'm going to tell you, okay. Who told you that? Well, so-and-so, they had no Facebook. When the Bible warns us against this stuff, and we still do it. Amen. If people would spend more time in the Word of God, reading and studying it, they would not only know what's going on in the world, but they'll know what is going, what is the coming in the world because it's all laid out in black and white and red in this book. People don't care anymore. They ain't worried about what's coming on down the road. They're worried about what they can get involved in, boy. And, yeah, and these people, they say, and listen, let me tell you something. I know some of these people uh, that just live in the drums house. I, I know them. I talk to them. Uh, and I know if they didn't have that kind of life, and they just sit around and dramatize. They're just like I told somebody the other day. Uh, I said, you know, uh, there's people uh, uh, just like Hollywood down there in Hollywood. I used to have a... A uh, 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 daughter-in-law, ex-daughter-in-law that came out of California and she lived right next to Hollywood. And she said, told me one time, she said, well, she said, I'm telling you the truth. She said, I live right there close to Hollywood when they make movies. Now. And she said, these movie stars, so they just walk around all high down there. Huh? And she said, they just live uh, they just live in a world of their own. Uh, they don't know where they're at. Uh, uh, they're pretending to be somebody else and something else alone. Uh, they just got a dramatizing life. Amen? And so they just walk around like a bunch of zombies. Uh, sometimes I think that's the way the world is getting today. Uh, just like a bunch of zombies. Amen. Uh, they went deaf. They went blind. But Jesus said in the Bible, over the book of John, the Bible said that he's come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Amen. Uh, and that's what the devil is doing today. And he'll lose anything and any weapon uh, that he can use to do it with. You say, well, how do you know all this if you don't have a Facebook? Oh, I've got plenty of friends that does. And they can't wait to share it with me, man. <laughs> the looks I'm getting, I might have said enough. But I think the message has got that. It said, who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick, that's the living and the dead? For for this cause was the gospel preached unto them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. How many believe that? But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things have fervent charity among yourselves. Boy, there ain't much charity anymore. You say, what is it that's love? There ain't much love anymore. Among yourself, for charity shall cover the multitude of sin. Use hospitality, hospitality, hospitality one to another without judging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God, unlimited grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as all the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified, in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though 
Some strange thing happened unto you. That's why, see, he said, think it not strange that some fiery trial come to you. Church, listen to me for just a minute. If you're a Christian, don't think. Don't think it's strange when there's people laughs at you, makes fun of you, talks about you, condemns you, and puts you down. Don't think it's strange that the world does that to you. And let me tell you something. The world will, Brother Roger. The world will. Because the world, they, I ain't going to say they don't know better. I think they do know better. But that's just the way of life for them. They can't be happy unless they're hurting somebody, trying to destroy somebody. They're just not happy. So don't worry when somebody talks. And whatever you see on that Facebook, I just seen something last week, and the devil tried to tire me up over and all. But I went to check it out, even though it wasn't a church had nothing to do with it, nothing to do with it. But when I got done checking it out, and I found out who had put it on there, believe you me, it didn't stay on there long. See, I knew it was just, and I knew the person. I knew both persons was involved. I didn't know who had put it on there, but I found out. Now I got news. You may talk, but I can't do nothing about what somebody does in the church. Hey, man, if Timmy goes out there and kills somebody, the church had nothing to do with that. But people, people, I get so broken hearted sometimes. People, I do. And I've got family. I'm talking about my family too. I ain't just talking about you. I'm talking about some of my family that gets hooked up in this stuff and they need to stop. It said, Rejoice in as much as ye have partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. All who live godly in Christ Jesus is going to suffer persecution, church. Uh, don't, don't lay down and look like a wimp. Uh, stand up. Put on the whole armor of God. Face what's coming against you because the fire dial is coming against you. Man. They're going to talk about you. They're going to persecute you if they can. They're going to say all matter of things about you. But Jesus said, remember this, son. Uh, remember this, church. Jesus said, uh, remember this. They've done it to me before they done it to you. Amen. Give God a hand of glory this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah to the Lamb. I'm finishing up. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a... Oh, God, this is a nasty word, busy. Anybody know anybody It's a busy body? Somebody said, no, don't lie to me. Maybe I ought to finish that before you answer. <laughs> but let none of you <laughs> but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's or other people's matters. What the Bible is saying, mind your own business and let somebody else mind theirs. Is that good advice? If that's good advice, say amen. All right. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of these things when the fiery trials come at the brother Mark. Don't be ashamed of them. This is what it says. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in, on this behalf. For the time is coming uh, that judgment must begin at the house of God. Uh, and if it first begin at us, uh, what shall be the end uh, be of them uh, that obey not the gospel of God? Uh, and, if, uh, and if the righteous scarcely be saved, uh, where shall the ungodly uh, and the sinners appear? Uh, wherefore let them uh, that suffer according to the will of God... Uh, 
commit the keeping of their souls to Him and well doing as unto a faithful Creator.